Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In this episode, I'm going to talk with Sal Fleshman from RightKid about his professional journey and discuss the importance of hashtag marketing. Today is going to pick up the conversation right where we left off. Awesome, you guys. So let's talk about this a little bit. I want to talk about like hashtag marketing strategies and maybe some real world examples. I know you kind of touched on it earlier, like people that are doing really well with it, obviously don't want to tell everybody, right? Because it's like their secret sauce. So I don't know if we'll be able to get into the, the secret sauce, but let's talk about that. What would be like a secret recipe? Is there any kind of a, is there anything you've seen over the nine years that you guys have had these SaaS products, like any successful hashtag strategies? Like, are there any like secret recipes or anything like that? I mean, other than the fact, it sounds like the tool's really easy to use. Like the secret sauce would be to right click, right? To, to get the software and right click. But is there anything else that you've seen that, that like people like a secret recipe or something you've noticed from all the clients you've worked with, something that maybe some like one or two things that people could do to be more successful? Sure. So hashtags are not enough. Hashtags are an element of social media optimization. So what we've done is looked at what are all the things that could be optimized and what of those things could be generated or automated. For example, I would say that people talk about social media going down. Some people say this. I don't think so. I think this, the value of social media totality remains high. Uh, it's something we didn't have as kids is the ability to build an audience based on what we share. We'll go back to that. All right. Building an audience based on what you share consistently, then getting them to look at your stuff and them getting to know you and engaging that way. And I'd say that the value of social media remains really high. The, the value of posts out there grows every day. So you need to stand out. So your tweet that is basically text and a URL and an image preview, let's imagine a tweet, right? If you're sharing a blog post, there's what? The text is the page title mm -hmm. in the HTML, and then there's the URL, that's the link to the blog post, mm -hmm. and there's either you attached an image or more commonly you didn't, so there's an image preview that'll show. And this is what people will see in Twitter, that's a plain vanilla post, okay? So if you're going to add emoji, you're using an emoji keyboard, takes uh, several steps to find what you want. This is wasted time when you can just have our, like with Writeboost or Writeforge, it'll just look into to the text and just give you your emoji if you want emoji. There's another thing where there's, let's think of call to action. You know, the term CTA. Mm -hmm. So I ask you to picture that tweet that I described where there's the text, which is the page title, the URL, and the image preview. And I ask you, Shane, what is the inherent call to action in that tweet? I don't think there is. It doesn't matter. We have a call to action. I mean, the call to action, we should be, what do you mean? What should we be doing? We should be telling them to click on the link or engaging them somehow to want them to inquire further. So the text is the page title, right? Mm -hmm. And the URL is ghost takes them to that page. So it's uh -huh. basically, we're saying, if you want this, click there. Go here. Is it not? Yeah. So like any good piece of content that has a CTA, it has exactly one CTA. Yeah. It's click the link. Is it not? Yeah, for sure. It is. Right. So here's the thing. Either what I see a lot of companies doing, which is unfortunate, is what I call the screaming memes. It's they're sharing nothing but their own content because their understanding is someone's looking at this tweet. And if my one call to action 
takes them off of me, if it goes to someone else's blog, the connection with me is broken. Hmm. Okay. But then remember I said that thing, I said, we'll go back to this, how you are what you tweet, right? You are what you, what you share, the collective body of what you're sharing on, right? So you can build an audience based on what you share. But here's my problem with you. Soon you're going to, you'll be inspired. You're going to build your own software as a service tools. And (laughs) you don't want, and you want all your people working on product, not on continually blogging, continually YouTubing. You don't have a whole, and this is true for a lot of our customers. They're not creating a ton of their own content. Neither are we. But what we can do is find stuff. Like I share your blog. (laughs) And we appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) share the hell out of it. But here's the thing. What I'll do though, is I'll have that in WriteBoost where it's along with a whole bunch of other blog RSSs, their feeds, Mm -hmm. it'll bring them in and then it'll automatically do the hashtags, do the image, do the emoji. If I want it, do the author attribution. Mm. That's why you see those mentions, right? Does that, does that automatically. But another thing is takes that URL and then places an advertisement on it. Now that ad could be in our case, I am straight up selling. Okay. <laughs> or someone else might say, let's stay connected. And it might give a link to their Facebook, their Twitter profile, their Instagram account. Let's stay connected. But the point is you can share other people's content and you have a way to keep that connection. Mm. So those that don't know about this, Right. And there are, there are a few tools that'll do this. Rightly is one of them for that, just for that image, uh, the uh, URL conversion to something that lets you put a, some kind of CTA, a call to action, an ad or something, a way to stay connected. There's that. Snipply's another one. Adfly. There are various tools like this that do that. Ours can be used within a process called enhance that did that. Remember I was saying emoji hashtags. Yeah. Where do you want your hashtags? How many do you want? Do you want them internal in the text or no? I like mine at the end. I don't want to go over two. I don't want to go over three. Have it your way. That's right. So all of that is an enhance, but basically a big message I have is let's look at the call to action of a single social post. It's click the link. Yeah. But what if you could share other people's content, build an audience based on what you share, but keep that connection or God forbid, actually sell something. Yeah. This is for us how we make organic social media, our number one source of inbound marketing. This is how we sell our stuff ourselves. Yeah, you, you have to be, you, when you got the three-person team, you got to get, you, it's, I love the fact that you guys are leveraging your own software for lead generation, right? Like, it's like, there's no better way to say, hey, no, we don't have a 20-person sales team. Like, we just have software that we use and it's our software. Like, there's, doesn't get any better than that, right? Because if you've been doing this nine years, trust me, I, I've helped people and, you know, had consulting gigs of helping people with software. Software is not an easy task. You know, it can get to a point where it can obviously, it's, it can be very profitable, but between bugs and you said you've had a hundred plus people that have worked to be able to get your product at where it's yes. at today. It's not easy, right? I know, I know that for a fact. Doing a SaaS product is not easy. Everybody goes, oh, it's easy money. It's residual and reoccurring and this is awesome. Yeah, that's year 12, by the way. Well, not, not really, but you know, I mean, it's, you know, for maybe a few years, but it is, it's not, it's not easy to do. So in regards to obviously the analytics and things that you guys have seen and companies you guys have worked with and been on podcasts and speaking, all the fun stuff. 
Can you think of maybe one or two companies that you think are doing an awesome job when it comes to their hashtag marketing? Like, is there anybody that you look at, you go, they get it. Like whether they're using your tool or not, is it like, I just, I can just tell by the way they're picking stuff and the way that they're doing things, they're doing an awesome job. Hashtags kind of over it with hash. So like a company that remember I was talking about, it's an element of social media optimization. So I was impressed, for example, with Tint and what they would do. And there was another one, I think it's called MeUndies. Ah, yes. You know MeUndies? Yeah, because it's like the underwear company. This is an underwear company where they would show people submitted user-generated content. Yeah, UGC. Right? For like, this is us in our undies. And never mind that they're all really attractive people. Yeah. But I thought, I loved what they did. And I thought, what is the right kit version of this? And so what I figured out is set some talk walker alerts for free for when people are talking about our products. We have a, one of our things with RightForge. You can just highlight text and then generate a image, something like a Canva or a, pa- a Pablo text image. Mm-hmm. And it says who the author is, all that's in there. It's got your logo, not ours. So we could do these things. And this would be also good for Instagram and Pinterest as well, the visual content networks and social networks. And so we'll mix in stuff that customers, bloggers have said about us. So this has been really powerful. And then people say, you do these things and they look different, different colors. You've got We pioneered background animations in these text images, something that nothing else does. And instead of spending six minutes to do a Pablo, one of those is about two seconds because it's all templated. So this is really useful. And I got that from companies. Tint was one. The better one was MeUndies. I remember that me and I mean, it's still around. They had a big influencer campaign. Once again, the UGC, the user generated content. And once again, I do agree with you. I felt like everybody that sends something in was like a model or something like, I don't know if that's what I look like in my underwear, but I get your point. I get your point. If I sent mine in, they'd probably be like, okay, so what are we going to do? Give that guy like a free pair of underwear, but don't send any more of those pictures in, please mm. keep those to yourself. All right, cool. So are there any, any other case studies? Like I said, I know there's, you know, you said a lot of the, the most, probably one of the nicest things people have ever said to you is like, Hey, we love your tool, but we're not going to tell anybody because we love your tool. And we want, it's our secret sauce. So is there any other case studies that you guys have or anything else that you like say, Hey, there's, you know, clients we've worked with that we've seen this. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to share in regards to that? Yeah, right kit in medium. So we have two blogs. We have our own blog and then we have one in medium and in medium there's one, there's a whole section that on case studies. So it's specific people and companies and what they got done, screenshots of what they're getting. There's a couple of them that have screenshots of the rightly analytics. That mm. thing about remember I said this is where how we get our inbound marketing. It's those advertisements on URLs of your blog and what that's getting for us. Exactly. How many people are clicking on those links? How many people are clicking on the rightly ad when they open it? And we see that they see that. And looking at these case studies, I find I'm not actually really setting the world on fire. My darn self, some of our customers (laughs) do better. Yeah. But often it's a matter of just what they're selling or there's plenty of nonprofits, churches and United Nations, uh, 
the White House's Office of Leadership uses our products, Tesla, NASA, many of them don't want to share what they're doing mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. No, I could understand. Yeah. There's a section. It's Medium is a site. It's a blogging site. Right kit in Medium. And there's a section on case studies there. Yes. Yeah. We'll put something in the show notes as well, because I think that would be important for everybody to take a look at in regards to the case studies you guys got. So mm-hmm. awesome. Awesome.